0: Hello, and welcome to Follow Me and Die. I'm your host, Larry Hamilton, and today is episode 125, Tuesday Talk. I have a card game update, and I'll discuss my latest three blog posts. But first, some call-ins. First up is Liren of Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. She has a tip for us on how to reply to others via Anchor when Anchor isn't cooperating. Take it away, Liren. Hi, it's Liren from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I have discovered that my Anchor on my Android phone does not like to send messages, but if I send those messages from inside of an episode of someone's podcast, they are infinitely more successful than if I try to listen to someone's message to me and then just hit reply. So... Maybe to reply to Froth, you could go to Thought Eater and reply from inside an episode. Anyway, I just thought I would share something that's working for me. Love the show. Hey, Laren, thank you for that tip. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I just was replying to somebody who had sent me a reply and was not trying to reply to them through... An episode, so I just flat out didn't think of that. So thank you for reminding me of how easy it would have been had I taken a moment to think about it. I've listened to a couple of your podcasts, and I appreciate your calling in, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Next up is the Happy Whisk. She's welcoming me back after having a couple of weeks away from the podcast, And I just want to say thank you very much. Take it away. Whisk. Hey, Larry, it's Ivy. I'm sorry to hear that you have been having a rough go of it. It's good to hear you have a podcast
1: again. Sorry, that's Wiggy. I hope you have a good weekend. Here's to the rain clearing up so you can get your car fixed.
0: Hey, Ivy, I really appreciate you calling in and along with everybody else that's commented and sent me words of encouragement. That really helps. Um, just going through a rough patch. Um, it's not like I'm broke or starving or can't pay the rent or anything like that. Just trying to avoid adding to the credit card if I can help it. So it'll quit raining eventually. Speaking of which, it's getting close to time to mow again. Yay. I'm been keeping up with your podcast i get a little few days behind but yours aren't very long congratulations on your progress with 44 days of podcasting that's quite the accomplishment i know how much it takes for me to do a single podcast even a quick short one so keep up the good work i'm looking forward to your ivy's kitchen when you finally start putting some videos out there to see what you're doing Next up we have John Larch of Red Dice Diaries. First, he calls in about episode 114 where I talk about virtual tabletops. Take it away, John.
2: Hi, Larry. This is John from Red Dice Diaries. I've just been listening to your episode about virtual tabletop. Now, I'm pretty much committed to roll 20 having sort of invested quite a lot of time in that and i've got a paid account and stuff like that however i'm always on the lookout for something that could potentially improve my games or make it easier etc so it's really useful to have some episodes like the one you've put out which just lay things out in a factual matter without putting too much of an emotional spin on them just sort of laying out the the facts of the case as it were so thanks very much for that dude enjoying the podcast entries keep up the good work dude catch you soon
0: hey john i'm glad you enjoyed
2: that episode um,
0: that's a my goodness that's a great compliment thank you i'm glad you got a lot out of my brief very brief discussion of virtual tabletops. There's a lot to that topic, so I'm glad you found it helpful. Next, John has a call in about the following episode about adventures or, excuse me, campaigns and adventures from episode 115. Take it away, John.
2: Hi, Larry. It's John from Red Die Stories. I've just been listening to an episode of yours where you were asking the listeners what they meant by the terms "campaign" and "adventure" and what they meant to them. Now, I think for me, when I think of the the term "campaign," I think of the overall setting and a series of linked adventures with downtime between them that tells the sort of the story of a group of characters or a particular period of time occupied by several groups of characters in a specific campaign work. When I think of the term adventure, I tend to think of uh, a sort of a session or a series of sessions with a singular or a couple of objectives. So that's what campaigns and adventures mean to me. Great idea and question for an episode. Take care. Catch you soon, dude. Thanks a lot, John. I'm glad you enjoyed that episode.
0: I sometimes get these thoughts of going into different topics of Where did this term come from? Where did that term come from? How do you use it? And sometimes it works. And this particular time, I think it worked pretty well. Glad you enjoyed it. I've been enjoying your recent episodes. If you've out in the audience haven't listened to Red Dice Diaries, check it out. He's got a lot of good materials. He's got his last couple of episodes touch on White Star and Stars Without Number for science fiction role-playing. I recommend you check those out. Next, I wanna talk about my card game. I haven't really discussed it, but I have a volunteer play test coordinator and she lives in a different state. She played a lot of sessions of my card game at GaryCon this year. She's played more than anybody else I think she may even know the game better than I know it because I'm so focused on making sure people are playing it right and taking notes and stuff. Uh, she was just able to play. Well, she ran the first two play tests at Free RPG Day at her local game store. She had six people at each session. The second session had five people from the first session plus a new person. Each game lasted about an hour. And they all played my card game rather than any role-playing games. They all liked it, and several asked if it would be Kickstarted without her even having to mention that there was an upcoming Kickstarter. And there was only minor issues. There's a couple aspects of the cards when there's six players at a larger table making it easier to tell what the cards are from a distance. So I need to think about that whether it's a shape in a different location or colors or something. And the only other issues were rules clarifications. There's two or three points in the rules that just need a clarification. The the people were able to read my quick start rules and start playing the game, and by the time the turn had gone one round around the table, people had it figured out. They were able to refer to a card that I've got six cards in the deck, one for each of the players in a maximum size game that explains what the cards do, and those evidently don't need to change. They're for the young of eye only. I can read it if I hold it up close enough. I'm sure I could have read it fine with my younger eyes. So basically, it means the rules are solid. And my tweaks to the third version of the playtest deck worked. Which is very encouraging. And they all liked it and wanted to keep playing it. So that's just awesome. And these were the first games for which I was not present of my card game. So that's even better that people can figure out my game and run it without me having to be there to correct it so that is very encouraging and makes up for kind of the crappy weekend I had Uh, and my artist is slowly working on getting some sketches together and wants to get a whole bunch of sketches done so we can go over multiple sketches instead of just one at a time. And so I'm looking forward to having the first round of that ready soon. And as far as I know, we're still on track for sometime in the first quarter, excuse me, sometime in the first half of 2020 launching a Kickstarter. So if you want to get an email notification when that is, you can check below in the show notes. I also indicated I'd talk about my last three blog articles. Today I released one about allergies. I've got allergies to pollen and mold and cats and all that fun stuff. And the last several days, my allergies have been driving me nuts. And it occurred to me, dungeons are wet, damp, moldy places. What would happen If a player character had allergies. So I touch on that in that article. I have a few sample tables to give you some ideas. And then a couple days before that I had an article about circlets of golem control. So in Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, flesh golems, aka Frankenstein's monster, and clay golems, a.k.a. the golem from the 1600s in Poland. In the AD&D rules, after each round of combat, there's a chance they go berserk and their master loses control of them. And for some, there's a chance to regain control. For others, you can't. Well, the Circlet of Golem Control allows you to get control of them, as well as allowing you a chance to wrest control from another or be invisible to enemy golems or berserk golems. Check it out. And finally, I had an article about monstrous creatures not slain. I was inspired by this picture from an alligator in Texas that had been stabbed in the head by a knife. The first picture I saw there was no size for reference and so the knife seemed to be huge. Well, I think it's a steak knife from what a witness was later saying in an article I read and so it's not a very big alligator for a steak knife to look that big. it got me to thinking, what happens if an adventurer goes out and fights a monster and doesn't kill the monster? Maybe the adventurer gets killed or loses their weapon, and you now have a wounded monster running around. Some ideas for that. So that's what I've been doing the last week. Been pretty busy Uh, a blog post before Saturday's podcast and two blog posts between Saturdays and today's podcast. And today's podcast is coming out after 11 o'clock. Part of that is I ended up being stuck at work an hour later than normal. And the sun being up longer, I lost track of what time it was. I've been so used to it being dark that I'm not used to it being like this late. So I didn't realize it was as late as it was. So I did get a podcast in. I thank you all very much for listening. I hope you found it helpful and informative. And as always, if you have any comments or suggestions, please call in and share. And as always, game on.
1: And here's the end blurb. You can find Follow Me and Die at my blog, followmeandie.com, here on Anchor in the many other places where my podcast is syndicated, follow me and die on YouTube, and you can find me on various sites where you see my social media avatar by the amazing Satine Phoenix. I have a social page on my blog that directs to all my various social media. To get more of my thoughts and opinions in the realm of role-playing games and other games, check out my other sites. I also contribute to multiverse.world by the new TSR. If you like the podcast and the other things I share online, there are a few ways you can support my efforts. First, tell me and tell others. Just getting out the word is important. Consider backing my Patreon. Patrons get a vote on my next PDF, published on Drive-Thru RPG. Please check out my RPG-related PDFs. I'm working on a card game that I hope to kickstart in the first quarter of 2020 you can find the sign-up for the announcement mailing list on my blog. I also have a Teespring store where you can get a shirt with my logo, the same one by Satine Phoenix. Thanks for listening, and game on!